This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Chase Elliott is going to win the Geico 500. Second flag. Race winner. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Awesome job, guys. Thank you. So congratulations to all of you and Joey. Fantastic job. I still can't get over my car sitting here in front of the, the White House. <laughs> NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our screen. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you for another weekly get-together, and we have lots for you over the course of the next 60 minutes. We're going to recap Chase Elliott's win at Talladega Super Speedway in the Geico 500 over the weekend. And we're going to do it with the best of some in-car sound on our MRN backtracks. NASCAR Today's Woody Kane is going to go face-to-face with Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series driver Matt DiBenedetto. MRN pit reporter Dylan Welch is going to chat with Christopher Bell, who will once again contend for the Xfinity Series Dash for Cash bonus this weekend at Dover. On Saturday, Star Wars fans will celebrate the national holiday May the 4th. We'll have a few drivers tell us what they think of the popular franchise. We'll celebrate 50 years of racing at Dover International Speedway. And we've got this weekend NASCAR history and a whole lot more. But first, let's get the latest on what's trending on social media with our Hannah Newhouse. Hannah? Thanks, Mike. It's been a busy week of news. And, of course, the pulse of social media was centered around Chase Elliott's exciting win at Talladega Super Speedway. Chase grew up in Dawsonville, Georgia, some three hours from Talladega. And, of course, his dad, nicknamed Million Dollar Bill, won at Talladega twice in his career in 1985 and in 1987. Chase was blown away by the fan reaction post-race, a feeling he had never experienced before. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, just the the post-race was unbelievable. Um, I've never had a crowd. Um, it, it just felt like in the palm of your hands. I mean, is, is the, how it felt. You know, you get excited, they get excited. You know, you walk and they they don't say anything and you pump your arms up and they get pumped up so um that's just something that i've never really experienced and um that's one of the coolest moments i feel like of my racing career and and uh yeah you don't know if that'll always be that way people might not like you in a couple years or whatever so today was something i'll never forget and just appreciate all the folks making it feel like a, a home race it was chase's first victory of the year and surprisingly it was also chevrolet's first 
The bow tie hadn't won at Talladega since 2015 as rival manufacturer Ford won the previous seven Talladega races. Chase hopes to continue his winning ways this weekend at Dover as he won the Monster Mile last fall. Wrapping up racing from over the weekend, there was some penalty news that came out this week. Austin Dillon's team was issued an L1 penalty after NASCAR confiscated their rear deck lid on Friday. Dillon was penalized 10 points and his crew chief, Danny Stockman Jr., was fined $25,000. Dillon won the pole for the race and ultimately finished 14th this past Sunday. Switching gears, though, country music star Granger Smith wowed the fans at Talladega Super Speedway over the weekend. But he also made a stop by the MRN truck to chat with our Dylan Welch. Here's a piece of that conversation. Are you a NASCAR fan? Yeah. Who's yeah. your driver? Well, uh, I, a long time ago, I got hooked on to Kevin Harvick because I saw a Bristol race when I was, I was younger. And uh, I saw him just do some maneuvers that blew me away as a kid. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm open to be, maybe my heart will be stolen by somebody else. I mean, what about Talladega appeals to you as a, as a musician? Why do you want to come to a place like this and perform? Uh, it's, it's the biggest and the best. You know, you, you always want to, in any sport or any genre or any, in, anything in life, you, you want to experience the best of what that has to offer. And uh, to me, Talladega is, uh, it's like the mark. It's the, it's the place you got to see. I was there at that concert, and Granger was definitely fun to see live, so it's super cool to hear that he's a race fan as well, like the rest of us. But finally, the 2018 NASCAR Cup champion Joey Logano made the annual champion's visit to the White House this week. President Trump greeted the entire Shell Pennzoil 22 Ford team by bringing them to the nation's capital to honor their accomplishment. And good afternoon. Today, it's my pleasure to welcome the 2018 NASCAR Cup Series champion, Joey Logano. And the champion, Joey Logano, was given the opportunity to speak and was pretty excited to see his car on the South Lawn of the White House. Yeah, it's such an honor to, to be speaking here. Actually, I, I kind of got to pinch myself to think uh, what I'm doing here right now. But um, what an amazing uh, day we've had, an amazing run we had last year to be able to win a championship. And, and like Roger and Mr. President said, it takes an amazing team to make that happen. And what goes into uh, our, our great country and our freedom and um, everyone that's fought for that. So I, I need to thank, obviously, our, our military and our leaders uh, that, that give us the opportunity to go out there and do what we love every day. Whether it's driving race cars or watching it or playing golf, whatever it may be, whatever you're into, um, we get to do that because we live in an amazing country. You can see the entire White House visit for Joey Logano and team at whitehouse.gov, and you should definitely check it out. I'm Hannah Newhouse, and for more on the latest news stories in NASCAR, visit MRN.com. You can also interact with us on social media. Our Twitter handle is at MRN Radio, and be sure to use the hashtag AskMRN. Thank you, Hannah. Coming up on NASCAR Live, MRN's backtracks from the Geico 500, and later we'll hear from Matt Benedetto. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, what's that look on your face? Defeat? You want to save more money? Then start playing as a team. Bundle home and auto with Progressive. That's how you win big savings. What? You need music to get pumped? Let's do this. Hold on, I'm going to turn it up. That's too loud. Yeah, that's better. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all stages situations. 
The weather's heating up, which means it's the perfect time to get that brake job done. At AutoZone, we have everything you need to do it right. Replacing your brake pads? It might be time to replace your rotors, too. Our Duralask Brake Bundle has the proven tough Duralask pads and rotors you need to do the complete job, starting at only $99.99 and sold only at AutoZone. Getting the job done just got easier. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone, Coming up on NASCAR Live, MRN's Backtracks from the Geico 500, and later, our Woody Kane goes face-to-face with William Byron. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up, Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-242-1706, 800-242-1706. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. This past Sunday in the Geico 500 at Talladega, Chase Elliott earned Chevrolet its first win of the 2019 season. Here's how it sounded on this week's MRN Backtracks. Chevrolet and Ford on the front row. Austin Dillon from Richard Childress Racing in his Chevy Camaro. He grabbed the pole position. You got me off. Sir, I got you. All right, buddy. Have a good day out there. You guys take care of the pits. We'll be just fine. Okay, bud. One to go right here. One to go. Whatever words you can get out of your mouth as you can. Help me out. Talk, talk, talk. Won't be a problem, bud. Have a good day. Waiting for the green flag to go in the air, and it does now. Green flag is out, and the Geico 500 is underway. Green flag, green flag. I'll roll it. From the inside lane, Austin Dillon tries to get their fender out in front. Still on your quarter. And he does exactly that by about a fender, but coming back in that outside lane, here comes Eric Almarola. He's got a trunk full of Brad Keselowski. Up front, though, uh, it is all Joey Logano. Then Trouble turn through. Bubba Wallace gets spun. He goes up into the outside retaining wall, collects a couple of cars. Clint Boyer takes a spin. How the f*** do I know that dumb motherfucker be there? Knew better to be up in this Damn it. It all happened, it appeared, when Bubba Wallace got hooked in the right rear corner, turned directly up the racetrack, and it was on from there. Okay, that's we're done. Sorry. That was my fault. Sorry. Hey, we're here to race. I'm okay with it. Top side, that belongs to Kyle Larson. He, as usual, has his Chip Ganassi teammate, Kurt Busch, in the rear window. I don't know how close Kurt was right there, but I got really, it slowed me down, and then I got squirrely. 10-4, I'll let him know. Message relayed. Back in the rhythm here. We're okay. Lap 35. Green checkered flag in the air, and Ty Dillon will win stage number one of the Geico 500. Keep it on the line. 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 Stage winner. Five Fords coming to pit road, but not without an issue. Eric Elmarola too fast on entry. We were too fast, section one and two. Got to do a pass through. 
Yeah, Kyle Busch trying to bring this outside line up with Ricky Stenhouse right on his bumper, giving him a lot of help pushing, but we've seen that inside line form up with some good forts. Not sure Kyle Busch is going to get there. Uh, a little sketchy with the back, but uh, front flipping too. A lot more guys loose than tight. Uh, I think the balance is, is okay right here. Uh, how the hell did we have three teammates in a row and we couldn't charge through there? I could pick them off one by one if we all just got together. Stayed in line. Here they come with Chase Elliott leading the way. Chase Elliott will see the green checkered flag and Chase Elliott will give Chevrolet their fourth stage win of the 2019 season. Good job, car. Yep. 250, 225, car's fine, out front, I mean, really no, no issues. Racing on the track has been amazing, now they're racing and crashing on pit road, Dylan Welsh. And it's Brad Keselowski gets turned around, he slid into his stall backwards, but he's all the way in his stall, they're changing right side tires and fueling him. Turn the wheel, Brad, turn the wheel, so they can get the wheel back, to the left, to the left. All right, go, 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 no speeding here. Yeah, sorry about that. Obvious. Let's just roll here. Don't worry about it right now. He quickly pulls that Chevy. Oh, trouble. Chris Buescher spins up and into the air. You've got Matt DiBenedetto. Who gets nailed? Y'all good there, buddy? Oh, jeez. Yeah. 10-4. Can you fire it up right now? I can't see you. Hard contact by Truex. He will impale the inside wall. Now slide at the banking. You can this point. They're still rolling, Martin. I'll take you when they stop. One car on fire at the end of the back straightaway as right now everybody tries to move and past all the debris. I'm on fire. Copy that. Get out. I see you now. Go ahead. Get out. Hood's on fire. With the red flag out, Joey Logano being scored as the race leader. That's pretty stressful stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're better man than me up here. Yeah, if I was at this car, I'd be pacing up and down the bleachers. I know that. Do what you're doing, man. Don't keep fighting this thing here. Anything can happen here this last few. Yeah, 10-4. They're all chasing Chase Elliott to the back straightaway. Elliott brings them off turn number two. Now they're spinning at the back of the pack. Kyle Larson, William Byron, David Reagan careening out of control. Money Lion caution flag goes in the air. Chase Elliott is going to win the Geico 500. Checking flag, race winner. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, baby, yes. Awesome job, guys. Thank you. Hey, bud, we won a speedway race. Great job, <laughs> Proud of you, proud of you. Nice to be able to get one, and uh, they're not always going to go your way. You might run the perfect race, and it'll still not go your way. So certainly have to have some, some good mojo on your side to, to make it work, and today it did, so we'll take it. That was MRN's Backtracks, featuring the best sound from the GEICO 500 this past Sunday at Talladega's Super Speedway. When we return, Woody Kane will chat with Matt Benedetto as he is our AutoZone Driver of the Week, presented by AutoZone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. 
From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Congratulations to Chase Elliott and his pit crew for the win Sunday in the Geico 500 at Talladega. They are the Whelan Trusted to Perform Pit Crew of the Week. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Winged Nation with Steve Post, Aaron Evernham, and Ashley Stremme. Your destination for all things winged sprint cars. Each Saturday at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. on MAV-TV. Live at noon on wingednation.com and Facebook Live. Join us for in-depth conversations with drivers and personalities that make up the greatest dirt racing on earth. The Winged Nation preview podcast each Thursday previews the upcoming weekend. Winged Nation, winged sprint car talk covering dirt tracks all across America. NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com and Motor Racing Network's Facebook. Join me, Kyle Rickey, and Hannah Newhouse as we talk with the next generation of NASCAR stars and established local and regional racers each Wednesday at 1 Eastern Time. Or subscribe, download, and listen on your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast. Grassroots NASCAR Racing from the Motor Racing Network. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. If you tuned in this past Sunday to MRN's coverage of NASCAR Live Race Day, you may have heard a piece that Woody Kane did with Matt Benedetto of Levine Family Racing. Both gentlemen sat down and had an interesting conversation. If you didn't hear it, you're in luck. We have a full version of that conversation right now. Matt Benedetto driving for Levine Family Racing with a wheel out in front, but still not done with the battle for the lead yet. I saw a throwback Thursday post from you the other day. Ten years ago this week, a really young-looking Matt Benedetto gets his first win with Toyota and Joe Gibbs Racing at Tri-County Speedway. What do you remember about that day? Yeah, so that was uh, that was awesome. That's kind of a home track for me. I mean, Hickory Motor Speedway is my primary home track, but... Um, Tri-County was close to me. It's only about 30 minutes from my house. And, uh, yeah, it was when I was first driving for JGR and with Toyota. And, um, you know, J.D. Gibbs was the car owner wow. um, of that number 18. So it was uh, it was a really special day. And me and Austin Dillon had a heck of a battle for the <laughs> win. We had multiple green-white checkered attempts. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a really special day for me and my family because, I, I mean, that was my first win with Joe Gibbs Racing. I was really cool. And, Huge uh, yeah. smile on your face, too. Was, was anybody mad after the race? Everybody all cool? Yeah, no, it was awesome. <laughs> it was such a good day. And um, I remember my my parents coming up, my dad screaming his head off, and everyone was laughing. He almost passed out because he jumped up so fast and was and was so excited. That was a really neat day, and obviously, you know, and JD was uh, such a big influence on my career. And that was a cool, a cool memory. I uh, see you're quite the dog person. Tell me about your guy. <laughs> oh yeah, our dog. 
His name is Brian, and yes, Wait, that is Brian. Uh, are you serious? <laughs> yes, and that is a Family Guy okay. TV show uh, reference. That's mine and my wife Taylor's one of our favorite shows. And uh, and he's a he's a white colored dog, mm-hmm. and he's a male. So my wife was like, "Hey, Brian!" I was like, "Perfect." We, so, we, so we slapped a red collar on him and named him Brian. Uh, but yeah, he's he's awesome. He's he's basically like our. Like our son, uh, yeah. so he's, a, he's an awesome dog. Does he go everywhere with you, and not including the racetrack, I assume? Yeah, he doesn't get to come to the racetrack, but yeah, he's a really, really well-behaved dog. He doesn't even need to be on a leash when he's hanging around us and stuff. So, uh, so no, he's he's trained, and he's basically like our family member. So yeah, when we go little places, go to my friend's my dealership, my buddy Cosmo in uh, Hickory, <laughs> North Carolina. We uh, we take him along. He just goes, cruises around, says hi to everybody. He's a, he's a cool dog. He's real laid Like back. he's just supposed to be there. Yeah. Yep. He he don't care. He just <laughs> chills, wants to go say hi to everybody. He doesn't jump. He's not super hyper. He's just a laid back, really, really cool dog. And De Benedetto is around. A multi-car pileup as cars crash and collide. Flames and sparks. I see at several places we go to, you've been asking fans for restaurant recommendations, being a, a little bit of a foodie. Have you gotten some good ones, some bad ones? Uh, where do you like to go yeah i haven't uh, i haven't gotten any bad ones uh, I've, I've gotten actually good recommendations uh, i was in richmond and got a couple of uh good ones so i'll get them and and look and then i'll look them up like look them up on yelp or something yeah and see them be like wow he's there you gotta vet has, them right yeah i'll be like well, this place has really good reviews and i'll yeah. go try it i i like i like food i'm a food guy i yeah. like you know steaks probably my, my favorite food so um i enjoy on the road finding good restaurants now, do you cook when you're at home? Because I saw you talking about experimenting or going through what a lot of people go through with these biscuit cans that pop when you twist them. Oh, yeah, it scares the crap out of me every time. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but You never know yeah. when it's going to go. Dude, I know. It, it, it like, petrifies me every time. I, I jump out of my skin. Um, I, I like I like cooking. I like grilling, I should say. Okay. I, I do that every week. I, I meal prep a ton of chicken. Go figure. Um, yeah. And I like, you know, egg and pork, but steak is my favorite. So I just bought a new grill this week, and that's, uh, yeah, that's just stuff I, I like. I can sum my, my life up. I, uh, I like food, I like working out, and I love racing. That's it. <laughs> and cars. I love there you go. Car, street cars. What more do you need? Speaking of the working out routine, you know, back in the day, guys used to think, well, that really doesn't help you all that much, and, in fact, it can hurt you. What is your workout routine like? Uh, definitely different than a lot of the rest of the, the guys, for sure. So um, I primarily do CrossFit. I mean, I go to CrossFit Catawba Valley in uh, mm-hmm. Hickory, where I live. Um, it's a cool place. It's huge. But uh, that's what I do. Um, it's kind of combining weightlifting and endurance together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically, it's almost like you're training to be a football player almost. You're training to be an athlete. I mean, you're training to be a, a real hardcore athlete. Um you don't have to go that hard. I mean, we have people in there that are in their 60s and 70s mm-hmm. that do it as well. But um, what I'm trying to do is that, and it basically combines the endurance uh, and the weightlifting together. It's very explosive, and and I think, obviously, I've been I'm in the best shape of my life by far. Um, and I do extra weightlifting aside from that too. And I couldn't tell that, by looking. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I work on my posture a lot, a lot of stretching, foam rolling. We do mobility classes there, which are almost like yoga classes. Yeah. So many people wouldn't expect that from me, but. I focus on that a lot, but um, what it's helped me with more than anything is actually the mental toughness side, because we go in there every day and basically die. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, you, you push your body to just pass the limits that you didn't even know you could 
push through and it on a daily basis it actually makes you way mentally tougher and inside the race car i've noticed situations where you're in 130 degree heat and it's miserable it just doesn't bother you as much because i'm used to going in and pushing myself and my body mentally way past where i thought i could now you're also on the other side the biking movement is sweeping the garage but you're one of the last holdouts how come oh gosh <laughs> because there's okay. a theory that the biking kind of makes you lose your feel in the cars that any any truth to that oh no, i don't know i mean i think you know if i'm being honest i think i think any form of fitness is good if you're yeah. you're active you're exercising it's just great you don't have to like i tell people I'm like you don't have to do crossfit you can be you know just active and working outside or something it's the same you know it's it's if you're active it's good but i i have my own theories and i you know everyone has their own opinions i uh the biking stuff is you know it's good it's what you enjoy i just don't enjoy that stuff yeah. i gotta be moving objects and doing explosive workouts um that's what i enjoy those guys if they enjoy it that's great and it does take a lot of mental toughness um mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I don't like is we're in a bad seated position in our race cars a lot uh, mm-hmm. for long periods of time. And then when you're doing that stuff, it's another long periods of poor, you know, posture right back um, to for it. your body. Yeah. And so that's why I work on the opposite stuff. I work on having really good posture and fixing the issues that we develop from being in race cars for long periods of time. That was Matt Benedetto with our Woody Kane. Matt is the In the Zone Driver of the Week presented by... AutoZone. You'll hear again from Woody later as he'll chat with William Byron. But coming up, our Dylan Welch sat down with Christopher Bell, who's looking for his third win of the year in the Xfinity Series, and he'll contend for the Dash for Cash bonus Saturday at Dover. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. Hey guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like, what does that, you know? Like, yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney is here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show, so. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Coming up, our Dylan Welch sat down with Christopher Bell. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey, guys, it's Dylan Welch. He's Tyler Burnett. We're the co-hosts of the Rip the Fence podcast. If you like traditional non-wing dirt track racing, we've got the podcast for you. Christopher Bell. I've flipped people off before, and every time I've stuck my hand out the side of the car with my finger up, I've DNF. We literally crack open the mics and talk to some of the biggest stories in open wheel racing from past and present. Ryan Newman is in. He either chose to fight or not fight, and then never chose to fight with me. <laughs> it's the Rip the Fence podcast available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. Looking towards the weekend? Aren't Thursdays a drag? Hours too. Get your weekly dose of nitro-fueled NHRA talk every Thursday on the Straight Line, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Ralph Shaheen. Join Doug Herbert and myself as we talk with the biggest names, both past and present, to ever stomp down on the loud pedal. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, motorcycles, you name it, we talk about it. Don't miss the straight line. Thursdays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. 
This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you for spending your week with us here on NASCAR Live. Coming up this Saturday, the NASCAR Xfinity Series will be racing at Dover International Speedway. It'll also be the final Xfinity Series Dash for Cash race of the season. It began four races ago at Bristol, and on that day, Christopher Bell won the $100,000 big check. On Saturday, he'll contend for it again, this time in the first state where he won last fall. Our Dylan Welch sits down with Chris ahead of the race weekend. All right, Mike, thanks. We've caught up with Christopher Bell, who stopped by the MRN headquarters today off a third-place finish at Talladega this past weekend. So the other restrictor plate or other super speedway track we went to this year, Daytona, the season opener, everybody just kind of rode around single file. This past weekend, everybody was a little more racy. What had changed either, was it just the track or just kind of the mentality of the drivers that you guys showed up and you wanted to race? Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. I completely missed the way that Daytona was going to play out. Everyone was kind of wondering, you know, is it going to be a ride-around session? Is it going to be a wreck fest? And I expected a lot of wrecks, a lot of three-wide, very aggressive moves, and it was the opposite. We literally single-file rode the entire race. So that's, uh, I missed that one big time, and then Talladega was the opposite, right? It was very aggressive. Luckily, there wasn't a ton of wrecks, but uh, everybody was really aggressive, making moves. Um, I think we, we didn't ride very much at all, so... Uh, two totally different races that we saw, and, and I don't really know what contributed to that. Are you happy or pleased with a third? Man, I, I'm thrilled to death. Probably equally as thrilled to run third at Talladega as I am to win any other race because speedway racing is such a, uh, such a weakness for me, and now I'm qualified for the Dash for Cash for Dover, so it's, uh, it was a win-win for me. And heading to Dover, a place that you've had success at in the past. Five car length advantage to the stripe they come. Checkered flag in the air and Christopher Bell wins the Bar Harbor 200 presented by Sea-Watch International at the Monster Mile. Dad, do you like your chance to pocket another 100 grand here as we get set to go this weekend? Well, I, I love my chances. I think we're in a really good position going to a really good racetrack. On the, the same hand, uh, we were in a really good position at Richmond too. So. Um, statistically, I was a lot better at Richmond than I am Dover, and we didn't win at Richmond. So, uh, that being said, I feel like we definitely had a shot to win, and, and I ruined it by crashing on a restart. But uh, I think we've had a really good shot at Dover. I love that racetrack, and uh, it's definitely a man's racetrack. Yeah, that's a place you kind of have to hustle to, to go fast, right? Absolutely. It's, uh, it's not... I don't know. You hustle it, yes, but there's still you can overdrive at Dover pretty easily. So um, it's it's a very methodical racetrack. It's a rhythm racetrack. Uh, it's it's got a lot of grip whenever the track's clean, and then as it starts to take rubber, the the grip goes away pretty good. So um, it's it's a fun place, and you can move around there. Typically, if you're better than a guy, you can pass him. What's the feeling of the transition like? They, we talk about that so much where you feel like you're diving into the corner and then you're literally coming out of the corner. What does that feel like as a driver? I struggle a little bit to be able to tell um, about that just because you're you're so used to it, but you're, you're definitely following, falling into a hole whenever you, you get down into the corners. And uh, I guess the less downforce on the Xfinity cars makes that transition a little bit easier. The, the trucks have, at that time, had the most downforce out of all the three series, and that thing really sunk you down in there because you ran so much throttle down the hill into the corner. Where the Xfinity cars, you can't drive them near as hard because uh, the less downforce. Is there a way you can 
prepare yourself for that feeling? I mean, even doing simulations and things, I mean, does it replicate that accurately? No, it's and that's one thing that's really tough is, you know, simulation is so, uh, it, it's, it's as close as they can get it to the real thing, but it's so far away from the real thing because you have no feel, you have no, uh, it's all off visuals. The Dash for Cash program is, is interesting because obviously everybody wants an extra $100,000, but you still have to kind of take care of yourself and take care of your equipment just in the long term. How do you how do you approach these races just with the mindset that there is an extra 100 grand on the line? Yeah, it's it's cool because it almost is a little bit of prep for the Homestead race, the Final Four at Homestead. So, uh, and on top of that, these are are kind of four races that I feel like would would maybe get lost in the um, amongst the 33 race schedule. Right, we're kind of right in the early early to, to mid part of the schedule. So uh, it spices the schedule up and gives us something to race for, which is really, really cool, man. To be able to race for $100,000 is really, uh, you don't get to do that every day. So it's really, really fun. And, and like I said, after Talladega, I was thrilled to death that I ran top four. And I remember strictly telling my spotter on the last restart, I was sitting on the either the second row or the front row of a green, white checkered. I said, look, man, we got to run top four. Just make sure we run top four. And and we did, so I was really happy about that. You like your chances to get your second one this weekend? I love my chances. And uh, it's tough because, like I said, man, Richmond, I was in the dash for cash and won the last two races there last year. So we loved our chances at Richmond, and unfortunately I, I gave that one away. So uh, I'm going to try and not do that this week. Thanks, Dylan. It should be fun to watch Christopher contend for the Dash for Cash bonus this weekend, along with Tyler Reddick, who won this past Saturday at Talladega in the Money Lion 300. Gray Galding and Chase Briscoe are eligible for the bonus as well. Coming up, we'll preview Cup Series racing in Dover with Kyle Ricky and Woody Kane chats with William Byron of Hendrick Motorsports. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. Hi folks, Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. We'll preview Cup Series racing from Dover and chat with William Byron next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Are you ready? To help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid. Yeah! Then support Victory Junction, which is the dream of late race driver Adam Petty, who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter, not illness or disability. At Victory Junction, kids enjoy zip lining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at victoryjunction.org. 
MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach, and the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast provider. He did, he did touch. No, he knocked the hell out of me. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live on this Dover Race Week, leading you in to the Gander RV 400. All three of NASCAR's National Series will compete on the Monster Mile this weekend. On Sunday, it's the Gander RV 400. Here's NASCAR Today's Kyle Rickey with some cup drivers who feel Dover is going to be a real big challenge. After a wild race at Talladega, the elite drivers of the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series head to the Monster Mile of Dover. And everyone is saying the racing will be fast. Martin Truix Jr. says Dover is demanding already, and with the speed they'll have, it's going to be nothing like they've ever felt before. It's going to be a tough race, I think. You know, the speeds are going to be really high. Um, it, I'm, I'm sure it'll be the fastest we've ever been around Dover, and you know, 400 laps there is, is tough no matter what. So, uh, you know, I think it's, it's going to be... It's going to be pretty crazy. Hopefully, we'll be able to do some passing, and uh, you know, hopefully, the dirty air deal is not not terrible. But uh, it's definitely going to be tough. I think track position will be important, um, but the speeds it's going to be you know it's going to be tough. It's going to be demanding. Eric Almarola agrees on the speed being high and compares it to a past racing experience he has had there. With this rules package, I think the the minimum speed and the mid corner speed is going to be so high. Um, it's going to be incredibly fast. So it's going to, you know, I personally think it, it will be similar um, to what, you know, we I used to experience when we would go there in truck race, um, where, you know, qualifying is crazy. You're, you're pretty close to wide open. Um, and then in the race, there's just not a lot of off-throttle time. And it, uh, it makes it exciting to, to run and, and make laps around there by yourself, but um, it, it presents challenges to race. Ryan Blaney says Dover is a physically tough track to begin with, and now with the higher speeds, the demand on their bodies will be felt even more. That's one of the tougher, more physically demanding tracks we go to. Uh, 400 laps is so many circles around that place and it's good you're going through it 800 times pretty much i mean but now i think we're going to be going even faster through the corners that it'll be even more physical i mean it's it's part of it you kind of you just go with it i mean if you can't physically make it that you got something wrong you know you, you should be able to, to make it through these races you'll be tired but um, it'll be i think a step up in that difficulty region it's certainly going to be tough 400 miles at dover is not for the faint of heart thank you kyle we appreciate it Hendrick Motorsports has won 20 times at Dover International Speedway. The majority of those wins came from Jimmy Johnson. And on the pit box for those wins was Chad Canals, who makes the calls for William Byron. Can Chad help William succeed this weekend for that reason? Our Woody Kane goes face-to-face -face with William Byron. William, all the talk before the season was about you and Chad pairing together. So now that we've had a week off, nine races in, how's it going? It's been going well. I mean, we, uh, we're learning each other each week, I feel like, and having an off week and a chance to kind of, uh, I guess, regroup and also evaluate what we've done so far has been good. I feel like the last 
three weeks have been uh, consistent for us. We've had a couple really good qualifying efforts, a couple, couple decent finishes, and uh, hopefully this weekend we can put together a solid result. Uh, then we can move on to some good tracks, I think, coming up for us. What's surprised you, if anything, about this pairing? I mean, probably just his uh, attention to detail and, and uh, what we've been able to do in terms of communication. I feel like that's still improving for us, but uh, I feel like each week that goes by, it's getting a little bit better and a little bit more uh, comfort in terms of, of what we're going to need for the race. Dover coming up, it looks like a giant Bristol. Does it drive that way? Not really. I mean, the difference in Dover and Bristol, I think, is just the fact that Dover, you fall down into the into the banking and then you pick up the banking and it's very, very much a lot of banking in the cor- in the corners. But uh, Bristol, you're driving up into the into the banking and kind of um, are always kind of turning in in a bowl, I guess. Um, so I feel like they're they're quite a bit different. The only similarity, I think, is the way the tires feel because the the concrete and the way that the air pressure builds in the in the tires. But other than that, they're they're pretty different racetracks. Sort of a weird phenomenon there about how you put down so much rubber under green and then under caution you pick it all back up again. Does that make the first few laps of a restart dicier? It does. I mean, the first couple restarts are uh, pretty normal, but then as the rubber goes down and uh, picks, you know, you start to pick it up under caution, the the track is very, very grippy under in the first two lanes for a few laps, and then outside of that second lane, there's not a lot of grip because that's where all the rubber and, and uh, I guess, dust builds up. So, uh, very interesting racetrack as the race goes on. The rubber builds up a lot, and towards the end of the race, you, you start to get some of that rubber, and it just stays um, under caution. So, that's a little bit of a factor as well. Online racing has gotten huge now with teams starting their own teams, and you have a lot of background in that. Is that something that you expected to see at this point? And my gosh, are we going to see more drivers taking your path to get here, you think? I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like it's uh, definitely growing. Um, I still feel like, you know, especially after an off week, getting back in the car and realizing, you know, there's a lot of other factors that go into the performance that you have in the real life car um just the the i guess honestly just the fear factor of what you're doing how fast you're going and and uh the athletic ability that it takes too so i think there's some gap there but if if uh you have a good background in that and you're in your winning races on there you're gonna know what to do to win races i feel like anywhere so um i think the biggest thing to do is just to try to run as many different cars as possible even on the simulator and then do that uh, in real life and that usually results in good good things that was William Byron chatting with the host of NASCAR Today, Woody Kane. Coming up, Dover International Speedway is celebrating 50 years of racing. We'll go back in time and look at some of the greatest moments in the Monster Miles history. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, get your head in the game. This ain't no exhibition match. This is for real. You've got a house to insure, and there are no excuses because Progressive's Home Quote Explorer makes it easier than ever to get the coverage you need. Here's some music to get you pumped. Feel that confidence. Did I say stop saving money? No. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. The weather's heating up, which means it's the perfect time to get that brake job done. At AutoZone, we have everything you need to do it right. Replacing your brake pads? It might be time to replace your rotors, too. Our Duralask Brake Bundle has the proven tough Duralask pads and rotors you need to do the complete job, starting at only $99.99 and sold only at AutoZone. Getting the job done just got easier. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone, AutoZone. 
When we return, we'll celebrate 50 years of racing at Dover International Speedway. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Hey guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like what, uh, you know, like, yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney is here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show. So It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. <laughs> This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. This year is the 50th anniversary of Dover International Speedway. In 1966, construction began on a unique layout that would challenge the best race car drivers of all time. The track was a one-mile asphalt oval with 24-degree banking in the turns and nine degrees of banking on the straightaways. The track was also unique in the fact that it has served as a horse track as well. After three years of construction, Dover held its first race on July 6, 1969. The race was the Mason-Dixon 300, and it was the king, Richard Petty, winning the inaugural race by over six laps. Over the past 50 years, Dover has favored the tried and true veterans of the sport. Only twice has a first-time winner made it to victory lane at the Monster Mile. The first came in 1981 when Jody Ridley surprised the 40,000 fans in attendance to win the Mason-Dixon 500. It would be his one and only cup win. Jody Ridley takes a good line, brings it down to the bottom of the racetrack, comes out of the throttle a little bit, slows up as he comes off that fourth quarter. Harold Kinder with a checkered flag puts it on him, and Jody Ridley wins his first Grand National Winston Cup race. It would take 26 years for another first-time winner to grace victory lane at Dover. This time, it was Martin Truex Jr. while driving for Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. Glad to come back and race on Monday. Martin Truex Jr. comes up off turn number four, and at the track he calls his home track, the Monster Mile, Martin Truex Jr. scores his first career Nextel Cup Series victory. In 1995, the track made a change from asphalt to concrete. The first person to win on the new surface was Kyle Petty. Kyle Petty works the low side of the racetrack, holding off all challengers. Kyle Petty will break a two-year winless streak. He wins the Miller 500. Dover International Speedway has earned the nickname the Monster Mile, and for good reason. Miles the Monster has taken a bite out of a lot of race cars in the past five decades. Trouble out of turn number four. Waltrip spins and gets tagged again by Lowell Cowell and caution is on the speedway. Harry Gant slams into the wall. Earnhardt spins out of the middle of the track. Here comes Mike Alexander. He tags the wall. And caution is on the track. Again. Here at Dover Downs, under caution, a very savage accident for Jeff Burton. Slams the wall coming out of turn four. 
He is helped from the car by safety members here at the Dover Down Speedway and crew members from other... Back at Dover International Speedway, and once again, we're shown why it's called the Monster, Mike Bagley. Yes, we are. A one-car incident has turned into an eight-car junkyard over here on the back straightaway. It started when Elliot Sadler got... Oh, Jimmy gets jacked up, and he's in the wall. He spun the tires coming to the green flag, and we've got a massive crash going into turn number one. And Joey Logano is around. Spins down to the inside of the racetrack. Over, wheel barreling. Now, now down the back straightaway. End over, end side over side. Also collected, Reed Sorensen. Also Robbie Gordon. Martin Truex Jr. is collected as Joey Logano goes for a wild tumble in turn three here at Dover. It's a vicious crash over there. At Dover, no driver is safe from trouble, including the leader. Can't believe it here this afternoon at Dover as Neil Bonnet watched it go up and smoke. Cale Yarbrough, who was less than 20 miles, just about 21 miles, as a matter of fact, from winning this one this afternoon, has gone up in smoke with a four-lap lead. Back at Dover, the Miller 500 taking a dramatic turn when an accident off turn two in front of race leaders Dale Jarrett and Jeff Gordon causes them to get together. A problem in turn two has brought out the yellow flag, and the leader of the pack may be involved. There's in trouble for Dale Jarrett on the racetrack. Smoke pouring from the rear of Jarrett's car. He slows on the back straightaway. Ernie Irvin comes by and takes the lead. Oh, and Kane's in the wall. The race leader crashes. Brian Vickers is collecting. Robbie Gordon there. One of the most special moments in NASCAR history happened at Dover in 2001. It was the MBNA Cal Ripken 400, and it was the first race back after the tragic events of 9-11, and it was NASCAR's most popular driver winning that day, an emotional victory in Dover, Delaware. It'll be a very popular win here at Dover Downs this afternoon. He won at Daytona in the Pepsi 400. He scores his second win here today in the first state of Delaware. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins the MBNA Cal Ripken Jr. 400. Dale Earnhardt Jr. who had never had better than a third place finish here doing the burnout here in the front straightaway carrying an American flag as he comes back up by the start finish line to the cheers of 140,000 race fans here at Dover. It's a really emotional day. Really, uh, really happy to have carried an American flag around racetrack here at the end. Uh, I've never done a Polish victory lap before. And that's probably the last one I'll do, but uh, it was for good reason, and I'm real happy to win this race. I mean, it's a good a good boost for the crew, the Budweiser team, and everybody involved. It looked like most of those fans up there were rooting for you. I think so. I mean, it was uh, it was the most exciting to be before the race to see the emotion in the fans during uh, the national anthem and things like that. I mean, it's just amazing now everybody can come together after something uh, like we had over the past couple weeks, and I'm just really glad to be uh, being American, I guess. When it comes to Dover, one driver stands out above all the rest. With 11 wins, Jimmy Johnson is by far the most successful driver on this challenging racetrack. It is all over, and Jimmy Johnson, for the 11th time in his career, has picked up the win here at Dover. It, it's a tough track, uh, one that I love the challenge for, and it's just a, a track that I've, I've always had a feel for. Um, I don't know if my off-road background plays into it with the the crazy entry where you're literally jumping into the turns and then the exit of the corner, you're climbing up a hill and like jumping onto the straights. Um, but I, I can remember going there my first time in 90, 98 in an ASA car. And the majority of those short track guys were like, what are, what are we doing here? Like, we shouldn't be here. And I'm out there screaming and yelling on the radio. I'm having such a good time. This is the coolest thing ever. So it's just always fit my style. On behalf of the Motor Racing Network, we congratulate Dover International Speedway for 50 years of great racing moments. We'll have live coverage of the Gander RB400 this Sunday, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Coming up, we've got our AutoZone commercial free zone brought to you by AutoZone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. 
The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. The family with the eight-foot stainless grill is in. Bachelorettes hooting at the drivers are in. The tightwad dad doing a free parking fist bump. Oh, yeah. He's in. Nana with six speeding tickets. She's in. Cornhole aficionados and NASCAR newbies in and in. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Kansas Speedway. Saturday, May 11th, under the lights. Tickets at kansasspeedway.com. You in? This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks again for hanging out with us on this week's NASCAR Live. And it's that time once again to turn back the clock for this week in NASCAR history with Susie Armstrong. Mike, as NASCAR Nation wrapped up the month of April in 1983, Michael Jackson was a pop chart thriller, taking Beat It to number one. The Baltimore Colts thrilled Denver Bronco fans, sending John Elway's draft rights to the Rocky Mountain NFL team and launching a dynasty that claimed four Super Bowl titles over 16 years. Eddie Murphy electrified Saturday Night Live fans with characters like Buckwheat, Gumby, and Mr. Robinson. And Richard Petty captivated the NASCAR faithful as the seven-time champ scored his second and final win at Talladega Super Speedway. Richard Petty trying to hold off the rest of the field. Here they come to the line about a thousand yards down. Parsons looks down on the inside. No way. Here comes Lake Speed around on the outside. He'll finish third, and Richard Petty will win as first Winston 500. Do you have the time? To listen to me whine. 1995, Green Day's basket case was anything but dookie on the airwaves. O.J. Simpson's DNA match left a jury unconvinced as to his culpability in the demise of ex-wife Nicole. Europeans were celebrating the 50th anniversary of V.E. Day and the end of World War II. And Mark Martin rejoiced in victory lane after holding off Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon in the Winston Select. Mark Martin shows the way into turn one for the final time. Jeff Gordon now dives to the inside lane. Gordon takes second. Morgan Shepard goes for third. He and Earnhardt touch in turn two. Earnhardt goes wide. Now Earnhardt spins around. The roof laps go up. Earnhardt spins twice in the back straightaway. Morgan Shepard passes it. Gordon goes down low. The Chevy making a last-ditch bid. He's not going to have enough room to the low side of the racetrack. Mark Martin wins. It is two wins in a row for the four teams. 2006, the Red Hot Chili Peppers took the checkers with Grammy award-winning Danny California. Rookie Netflix was battling for the lead in the movie rental race as they planned their streaming future. Rosie O'Donnell got her talk on as network producers replaced Meredith Vieira with the veteran actress on The View. Five years after the 9-11 attacks, construction began on the Freedom Tower at Ground Zero. And Jimmy Johnson towered over the competition at Talladega Super Speedway, scoring the win in the Aaron's 499. 
top three nose to tail. Jimmy Johnson, Tony Stewart, Brian Vickers. Behind them, they're three wide, but up front, they'll settle in amongst the top three. Jimmy Johnson leading on this final lap. Does Tony Stewart have anything left to make a move coming into the trial? But we're about to find out. Jimmy Johnson leads. He won the Daytona 500 this year. Down to the line, he'll hold off Tony Stewart, and Jimmy Johnson will win the Aaron's 499 at Talladega. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. On Saturday, May the 4th, the Motor Racing Network will be in Dover with a full day of NASCAR coverage. We talked to Christopher Bell earlier. He will race in the Allied Steel Buildings 200 at 1 Eastern here on MRN. But it's also a national holiday for you Star Wars fans. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> here are some NASCAR drivers on what they think of the popular franchise. I'm a big Darth Vader guy. I mean, how can you not like that guy? So I have about got about 15 Star Wars shirts at home and about 10 Darth Vader shirts. So I'm, uh, I like all that stuff. Ryan Blaney will score his first career win here at Pocono Raceway today. It's what I saw as a kid. Uh, um, the first one I saw in, in 99, I think, episode one came out, and uh, I was six or seven at that time. So uh, at that time, your mind's kind of developing. Uh, what you like and don't like, and uh, just something I liked, and got, got hooked on. The thriller from Unadilla, going to the lead. David Reagan of Unadilla, Georgia, takes the top spot at Talladega. I know nothing about Star Wars. I've never seen a Star Wars movie. I couldn't name one character, and I don't even know what it's about. So, ask me about Andy Griffith's show, and I can tell you, you know, what was going on in 1963. But uh, I don't, uh, I don't know. I just never got into Star Wars. Like I just don't know nothing about it. Young Eric Jones out in front of the field, across the line. He'll score the win at Daytona. Not, I've never seen him. Um, maybe I am, and I just don't know it, but I haven't seen any of the movies. Not close enough to challenge Ryan Priest to the checkered flag. Not, not a fan. I don't know. I just, if I, if I was on Netflix and I saw Star Wars versus some comedy, I would go with comedy. And they come home victorious. Jimmy Johnson wins at Homestead and scores on history-making seventh championship. Um, my kids are uh, working their way through them. Uh, so it's been fun to kind of go back and and uh, rewatch a lot of those older movies. And, of course, you know, they seem to come out with a new one pretty frequently. Um, we went to Disney World last year, and uh, my kids were able to get involved with some kind of fight with, with Darth Vader, which was really fun to see him dressed up as Jedis and fighting with Darth Vader. So that was fun. Um, but for me, I think my childhood memory was you know, where all that was filmed. Well, I guess Return of the Jedi, where it was filmed, was in the California desert. And that was the area where I learned how to ride a motorcycle and drive a buggy and, and where our family would camp and what we would do. And we rode up onto the set and had some uh, like state park officials chase us off uh, because we were in the backdrop of, of them shooting. And uh, I can remember thinking we were in big trouble because there were like police officers. And I was pretty young, but I remember thinking we were in big trouble. And they stopped us and they were all real nice. Look, you know, we're shooting a movie called Star Wars out here. You guys are messing up the background. We need you to ride the other direction. And off we went. So uh, that's just like a you know, young flashback to uh, Star Wars kind of thing. Ah, uh, yes, friends. Again, May the 4th be with you. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Seeing your check engine light come on can be seriously frustrating, but the cause isn't always something serious. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause. Get in the zone, AutoZone. That'll do it for this week's edition of NASCAR Live. We'd like to thank Matt DiBenedetto for joining us. Also, Christopher Bell, William Byron, along with Woody Kane, Dylan Welch, Kyle Ricky, and for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. 
Thanks again for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires right on our string. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.